0: Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part of our health alert slash current event and Bible study for February 17th, 2020. And again, what I'm doing here in the third part is I'm just reposting the recommended protocol for the coronavirus. I'm doing this pretty much every study now regarding this because I don't, I, again, I've had people ask me, well, what do we do and things of like this. So I want to just, any, any PDF you look at for my last, uh, I'm even putting it out in the newsletters now. It should have it in there or any of the PDFs for any of the audios. So it tells you how to use either the five thousand or the ten thousand part per million regarding uh this. Again, I can't say that we're curing or treating. You can't do that for FDA purposes, but if you know if it was me, this is what I would do. I can say that. It tells you all the dosages there. Um also then we talk about zinc, selenium, and uh, vitamin C. Uh, the selenium, the tablets I have uh, by innate. You know, I, I would say, like, if you were suspecting, you know, you were around it or were trying to aggressively prevent it, you know, easily three per day on the selenium, three to four per day. You're, if you're an adult, you know, if you're 120 pound female, you know, two, if you're a 250 pound guy, four type of thing. Now, I don't mean you have to do that much all the time. I'm talking about we're in mega preventative mode so you don't you know and selenium is highly antiviral Uh, vitamin c like i had said before the c complete powder is the highest quality c that i've got okay it's 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 the most potent high quality it's it's absolutely in like a, 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 a just a total food base okay and um then we have the c400 which is the tablet which is not as it's, it's the, I would say it's the second best C I've got. uh, But it comes in a much bigger bottle and it's, it's in a food base and they're tablets. Not everybody wants to do powders. And then you have the bio C plus 1000, which are thousand milligram um, tablets in a food base. And it's not ascorbic acid. Okay. That's probably one of the better values I've got too. And then this is one that really I would recommend everybody at least get a tub of this the Pharmax Vitamin C Powder, which is not my only one that's not on a food base, but it is not ascorbic acid. And I'm just gonna grab one of these. The reason I'm saying that this might be one you wanna at least have one of these in your stock is because there's 250 servings in one container and it's only 31 dollars okay of vitamin c mag- magnesium of ascorbate and the magnesium ascorbate well there you go there's your magnesium they were recommending magnesium before so uh and what you could do is just take this with a little bit of juice and then it would almost be like having it in a food base okay so i'm just saying like as far as one of these things you might want to just stockpile at least one of these because it's 250 servings per, and it's only $31. So the uh, the C400 is 180 count, it's 73. The C-Complete Powder is, um, it's only like 30 servings, it's 31. Like I said, it's m- the most expensive, but it is by far, I'd say, the best I've got. And then the Bio-C 1000 is 100 tablets, 1,000 milligrams, 100 tablets for 27 so um oh and on the selenium i have the tablets and i have two different liquids i have one liquid in a trace mineral blend a two ounce bottle for 15 and then i have a very very concentrated genestria selenium 0.5 ounce 15 mil but i mean it's like per drop it's unbelievably and that that's that's equivalent to the pharmax c powder that i've got because it's incredibly concentrated but it's not in a food base but it's one of those ones that'd be nice to have at least to fall back on to, Okay. And that's only $14. Then I have zinc and like the one I'm taking personally is zinc zyme forte. I do like four a day. And again, that's for increasing testosterone. It's for um, anything prostate related. It's, it's essential for skin. It's essential for immune system. Women, women need it just like men do. It's just that it's very, very specific for the prostate in the body and um, any acne case, That you would have you'd want to do like three or four a day depending on body weight until you get cleared up and then maybe one or two but um zinc forte that's 100 count bottles only 15 bucks and then if you want to do the lozenge the zinc lozenge i have those they're lemon flavored 60 count those are only nine dollars a bottle okay so those are those are some of the ones i've got there um if you want to know more just email me at the contact page or i have my email address here in the pdf for this date I give you the links to my my previous uh, things I've done on Avion Flu and Colloidal Silver and my preparedness survival pandemic teachings. I give you links to all those here in the PDF. My recommendations on a personal nebulizer. Now, granted, I don't have a specific one because I don't really know about every single nebulizer out there. Just get one that has a face mask and um, because then you can inhale it through the nose or through the mouth. That's the, the biggest criteria. And you can always go to Amazon and see what a given product is rated. And you don't have to buy it on Amazon, but I love the rating system because it tells you who has verified buyers. And then you can kind of say, oh, for the money, this is like the best one to get. So that's the best advice I can give you. And then gas mask recommendations, i give you the link for that. Now, I'm just going to cover this real quick. Calcium and vitamin D3, the roles they play in your immune system. Uh, most people are not aware of the role that calcium plays in the immune system it is actually one of the chief fuels upon which our immune system runs on white blood cells are the main tool of our immune system to you destroy foreign infectious invaders white blood cells use calcium as the main fuel to propel themselves and destroy these invaders through a process called phagocytosis if we don't have enough usable calcium in the body now i say usable because you could you could think well i'm just going to take the cheapest calcium i can you know calcium carbonate Which is like calcium they put in Tums and Rolaids. And it takes 13 steps in the body to break that down. And it it almost depletes your body of more things than anything else. Because something that takes 13 steps to break down the body. That means your body has to throw a lot at it in order to process it. Okay. So I recommend using better forms of calcium that don't take that. And not only that. That type of calcium, like calcium carbonate, can build up in the arteries, the joints. Elsewhere in the body. It's just horrible but it's cheap so they put it in a lot of stuff Uh, if we don't have enough usable calcium in the body our immune systems cannot ramp up and get to these foreign infectious invaders it's like having a guided missile with no way of getting it off the ground consequently if you if you have a low amount of usable calcium in the system forget about having a strong immune system Uh, it won't happen because it can't happen and calcium is not something that can be manufactured in the body unless we leach it from our own bones or teeth which over time would lead to osteoporosis 99% of the calcium stored in the body is stored in the bones and teeth so sometimes if you've got teeth issues by itself let's say teeth issues out of nowhere you know cavities for no reason tooth enamel breaking down for no it might just be calcium now granted there's other stuff going on there and i have a whole newsletter on teeth issues and how to deal with cavities and how to rebuild the teeth uh but obviously since 99 percent of all calcium stored in the body is stored in the teeth and bones you you know that's one kind of a no-brainer to look at one of the signs we were deficient in calcium during the throes of an infection is a high body temperature or fever especially if it lasts prolonged amount and it's abnormally high Uh, so what happens is is um, when you're low in usable calcium you'll be very much more prone to fevers That's another sign. Not to say that fevers are bad. Fevers are the way that the body ramps up the body's temperature in order to kill foreign invaders. But I'm talking about abnormally high for abnormally long. Uh, So, anyway, I give you a couple of the... I have a tablet, CalMag tablets, 180. They're not that expensive. And then I have the CalMag citric powder, if you wanted a powder. I've got two calcium and magnesium ones that do that. Um, One thing to... Bear in mind about calcium is that if you don't have enough stomach acid, you won't be able to break down calcium, iron, zinc, and also parasites on things like produce. Okay, so hydrochloric acid in the stomach is there for a reason. We're not supposed to suppress it with Rolaids and Tums and and add acids. If you do that, what you're doing is you're essentially saying, okay, um, hydrochloric acid is stupid, even though you have to have it to digest all meats, anything protein-based you got to have it for that too calcium zinc iron parasites on produce produce things like that if you don't have the hydrochloric acid then you're not going to digest those things properly this is why things like tums and roll aids and antacids are so utterly insane because they're creating a alkaline gut a alkaline stomach acid which your body never meant to have now, it's a complicated thing. You might have a stomach lining that's so thin that you can't absorb that, that you know, an antacid gives you relief. That doesn't mean it's fixing the problem, though. If that's the case, email me. I have a whole newsletter on this I would have to send you, just at the contact page at ContendingForTruth.com or my email address. I'll just pop it over to you and because it's, there's a lot going on there that you, that you need to know about. And there's ways you can self-diagnose yourself, too, of what's really going on in the stomach um anyway i i have a product called hydrozyme comes in a 90 or 250 count bottle that is a acid-based digestive enzyme most of the digestive enzymes you'll see out there are like plant enzymes and stuff like that those are fine the problem is is if you're not digesting proteins or if your hydrochloric acid's too low uh which is very common especially with women especially if they have type a blood women tend to not produce as much hydrochloric acid. And as we age, we produce less of it as well. So hydrozyme is the best product I've got for that. Okay. It's an acid-based enzyme. Now, if you took hydrozyme and and it upset your stomach, that means your stomach lining is so thin that it can't even handle good acids. If you have apple cider vinegar, like if you've ever tried that, and that irritates your stomach that means your stomach lining is so thin you can't even handle good acids and then in that case you have to rebuild the stomach lining okay and i use a couple different products to do that okay that are that are um all natural like plant-based products to rebuild the stomach lining until you get to the point where you can handle good acids okay but again that's explained in the newsletter that you know if, if that if you fall into that category just I don't want to go too far into that because I didn't, that's not the point of this talk today, but uh, I can email it to you. And this is all stuff you have to understand. I've been doing this since 93. This is all stuff I'm giving away for free that you literally would have to pay potentially hundreds of dollars. If you went to an alternative doctor, consult, consultation fees, um, going through all the rigmarole in order to get, you know, maybe, maybe the same information and, it's just taking me a long time to compile all this stuff, is what I'm what I'm saying here. Uh, okay, and then I'm just looking at this. Um, now another thing as far as the immune system goes. If you just take these things that I said, let's just say you're doing C, selenium, and zinc, and that's great, that's wonderful. But there are a myriad of trace minerals, macro and micro minerals, vitamins cofactors and things of this nature that you may be lacking that become the weak link in the chain so i always recommend that everybody be on some type of good multivitamin mineral as your base okay i sell um adult multivitamins i sell a woman one daily for under 40 and i sell a woman over 41 daily i'm trying to keep it as simple as possible and then i also sell a mega food women multivitamin soft chew Taylor loves those. She's picky, and but she will do those soft chews, and she says they make her feel a lot better. Um, I would say of all the multivitamins I sell, it's probably like the one with the least amount of stuff in it. But for somebody that doesn't want to swallow a tablet, somebody that wants something that tastes unbelievable, and they're not that expensive, you know, they're great. The, the biggest problem with those things is I've got the soft chew for, for men's multivitamin and for women and for children. The biggest problem you're gonna have is not wanting to plow through the whole bag because they taste the ingredients are good but they taste like kind of like candy I mean it's I mean it's really good okay um so then I sell a men under 40 men one daily and then a man over 40 one daily 60 count bottle bottle lasts you two months okay um, email me for a price list if you if you're interested and trust me if you email me I don't high pressure anybody I just give you whatever you want and Uh, the bible says freely if you receive freely give i've tried to do that since the start of this ministry uh and then i also have just a one daily just for anybody like women men type of thing 90 90 tablet and then i also have the intramax 2.0 they just came out with an upgraded version on the intramax probably no definitely overall the best product i've got as far as a multivitamin mineral it has 100% 100% organic liquid, micro all all-in-one multivitamin with 415, 415 essential nutrients in each bottle, Tra- 71 trace minerals, along with other health-promoting superfoods, herbs, fruits, vegetables, probiotics, amino acids, and more. It's like one-stop shopping, okay? Granted, you're not going to get a therapeutic dosage of anything, though, from a multivitamin or a multimineral, no matter what you're taking. You're not going to get a therapeutic dosage of zinc or C or um, these other things that I've mentioned all right but you're gonna get a little bit of everything and the intramax is highly highly absorbable tastes really good i wouldn't do it just by itself per in the capful if taylor does it her stomach's sensitive and it can upset her stomach because it's so powerful and concentrated so you know if i have her do it i would have her mix it with some water and do it but it tastes really good so no problems there and then i just wanted to post the kids line i carry multivitamin soft chew i mentioned the dha soft soft uh, gel chewables is dha's um, uh, totally unbelievably important for um, the developing brain i have the chewable vitamin d3 tablets by pharmax those are really affordable i have also have a d3 gummy thousand international units gummy okay normally for children but an adult could take it if they didn't want to swallow pills and then i also have the elderberry immune support gummy which is these are these all taste good. They're, they're all really good tasting. And that's for the immune system. And I also have a children's chewable tablet probiotic. Um, okay. And then the vitamin D3, I just I give you my teachings where I've talked about D3. I've got four different D3s. I've got the 5,000 D3, uh, which has the vitamin K with it. And then I have the D3 2000 international units, which is a true whole food D3. It's just not as strong as the 5,000. And then I also have, I just already mentioned them, the D3 tablets and the D3 chewable gummy. All right, so enough about that. Because I, I, I hate kind of going over that because it's like, oh, it's so self-serving, you're trying to sell your product line. I'm just trying to tell you whether you get it from me, whether you get it from someone else, these are ideas for you. Yes, when you buy it through us, you do help support the ministry. And, um, you know, we appreciate your prayers, your donations, your orders, and all that stuff. I mean, we praise the Lord Jesus Christ for you. Without my listener base, we're not here, okay, for sure. So I praise God for all of you, and I thank you. Now, I'm going to try to get through this last part here. I don't have that much farther to go. And we're going to actually get into some current events. This is called Cash Ban Bill, a little video here. Let's go ahead and play this fiat currency is bad it's based on a dishonest
1: money system scheme where they set the value of what this is we declare this to be five dollars yeah, he's
0: holding up a five dollar bill American bill fiat currency the word fiat means fake because they print it out of thin air yeah, okay so there's nothing backing it there's no hard currency precious metals gold silver
1: so It's money value by government edict, or really by the central bank. And that's what happens around the world. Central banks have to take over. If there's no central bank, then war ensues, the military industrial complex is beefed up, and we have attacks like we have in Iran, because Iran doesn't have a central bank. Cuba doesn't have a central bank. And that's
0: a big reason why we're so focused in on Iran. OK, because of that, they don't have a central bank and they, they need to bring them into compliance to the Rothschild banking system. And that's a big reason they're such a target.
1: North Korea
0: doesn't have a central bank, but they want to continue to push those
1: countries to have central banks so they can monopolize the economy and the money supply. Remember what Amshel Rothschild said. He said, I don't care who makes the laws as long as I have control over the money system. If you have control of the money system, you don't care who makes the laws because you're in the driver's seat. Now, as bad as fiat currency is, as bad as this dishonest Ponzi scheme is, at least there's some level of autonomy. You can use this anonymously. You can use it person to person, person to business, business to person, and it's very, very difficult, if not impossible in some cases, to track. But they want to track you. And make no mistake, governments don't sleep. They want 100% control over the people. And the best way to control the people is through the currency that they use every single day. That's why every single day we inch closer and closer to a cashless society. I want to thank subscriber Aussie Matt for bringing what you're about to see to my attention. We need to stand with our Australian brothers and sisters against this cash ban that's going on.
2: We know a lot of people have heard of the cash ban bill. It's coming into the Senate this week and I want to give you an update. We've opposed it publicly right from the start. What it does is it stops people using cash for more than, for transactions of more than $10,000 now. And that we believe will be lower limit in the future. Yes.
0: And if you it's just like that, what they're doing with all the weapons, so let's bump stock bans, and then, you know, magazines that, that that don't hold a certain amount, you know, can't hold over 10 bullets. It's the same thing they're doing. They're doing it now incrementally with cash because cash, you know, equals freedom for people. They can have cash and go and, and still transact and travel and things of this nature. And you can have the freedom to do so. But if everybody's locked into a system where they have to pay with like their credit cards or their bank cards. And it's ultimately going to be the mark of the beast swiping your hand over stuff. This is why I've been telling my listeners for years to resist that whenever they can. To use cash as much as they can to pay bills. Because of the privacy issues. And also because of the signals it's sending to the New World Order that no, people still want to use cash. And, and we don't wanna you know, submit to everything being electronic and digital because ultimately that ends up where the mark of the beast is.
2: If you breach that law and you pay for cash for something worth more than $10,000, two years jail, jail for using cash, your currency, our currency. The government says that it'll stop organized crime, huh. tax evasion, and money laundering. Nonsense, it won't. And we'll go into more detail on that in the future. What it does do, is it forces us all to use the bank and that increases bank revenue because we pay bank fees. Well, so what? It's not just taking cash out of your pocket for bank fees. Right around the world, more and more countries are invoking negative interest rates. What that means is that when we put money in a bank, when negative interest rates are present, we pay the bank to hold our money. We pay them to use our money. This is happening in Japan, it's happening in many European countries. Well, so what you might say, what about that? Well, it's aimed at enabling a bank bail-in. A bank bailout, we all know, is what happens when the banks make stupid decisions and need to be bailed out with a government money. Taxpayers funded government money. With a bail-in, it's different. The bank takes your money in your deposit and converts it to shares. You you might not want to buy buy shares in a bank, but you suddenly have them and you've lost your cash. It's that simple.
3: Australians could face two-year jail sentences and fines of up to $25,000 under proposed laws that limit the use of some cash transactions to $10,000. There are calls for the government to withdraw the proposal, which was announced in the budget, to fight the so-called black economy. John Adams, an independent economist, has come out against the
4: change. I have to characterise this on many occasions as the greatest uh, attack on economic freedom and liberty in this country in in, in the last two or three decades. I mean, mean, this law is quite serious. Uh, I mean, I don't think in a free society, government should have any role in telling people what to do with their own money. Uh, whether it's it's a cash transaction or a non-cash transaction. And so, you know, having been a former Liberal advisor, having been an advisor to Arthur Sinedine back in 2012-13, I have said to many Liberals uh, in the government already that, you know, the Liberal Party is supposed to stand up for individual liberty and this is a complete antithesis of what they claim that they stand for and what Australia should be about. So the government has claimed that this proposal is about the black economy, and obviously they had the Black Economy Task Force that they established in 2016. This is where this $10,000 cash transaction ban comes from now. Uh, The government, has not provided any evidence that this ban will actually work in terms of d- reducing the black economy. A leading um, international expert, Professor Friedrich Schneider from the University of Linz, Austria, uh, wrote. Uh, he's written extensively about the black economy, uh, particularly in, in the European context. And he wrote a paper two years ago stating that uh, there is weak, quote, weak empirical evidence that uh, cash uh, uh, cash transaction bans in Europe um, actually resulted in any diminishing of the black economy. And one of the countries he cites is Sweden, where in Sweden they've virtually eliminated cash, and yet they still have a flourishing black economy. So remember when Kevin Rudd became Prime Minister in 2008, he, he said that his government was going to be dedicated to um, evidence-based policy. Well, you know, if we're going to stick to that standard that Prime, former Prime Minister Rudd set, um it's incumbent on the government to prove to the Australian people that this uh proposed legislation is actually going to achieve its stated objectives and yet international experts have have, have poured cold water over these types of laws uh, and whether they're actually going to meet any or they're going to achieve any diminishing of the black economy so the way the law is constructed at the moment uh basically if it's either business to business or individual to business. So, if, if, if an individual was to engage in a, in a $10,000 cash transaction above $10,000, um, that is illegal under this proposed law. So, for example, if you went to a car yard, if you went to a furniture shop, if you went to a jewellery store and you proposed to pay cash um, for a product or a service under this law, uh, you know, individual to business or business to business, that is illegal. Now, uh, one of the other now w- one of the key concerns about this is is that the uh, the the, government, the way that the government has proposed this law is there's a bill for Parliament and there's a reg- proposed regulation. The bill makes everything legal and the and the regulation has certain exemptions. Now, one of the exemptions in the regulation is. Individual to individual transactions. So, for example, if you had um, you know, um, a piece of furniture for fifteen thousand dollars, and I wanted to buy that off you for a one-off, and we're not enterprises, that the government says is legal mm. under this law. But given that this exemption is in the regulation, the, the assistant treasurer at any at any time can remove these exemptions, make these exemptions illegal without right. the scrutiny of parliament. Yep. If you guys enjoy this video,
0: which will happen. That it's just the four. It's the camel getting his head in the tent regarding this matter uh next video licenses for new and social media outlets it's just it's just this incrementalism that we're seeing here to just strip us of all of our um rights that we have
5: Uh, boy i tell you this is timely we're advertising for shield with this story licenses for news sites and social media who the hell do these people think they are to tell us what we can and can't say They get to say what they want with impunity. They get to lie through their teeth and claim to be authoritative news. And then when we come along with something new, no, 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 no. We're going to license you. And if we don't like what you do, we're going to take away your license. I had a friend named uh, Josh Coy. And Josh passed a couple of years ago. I love Josh. Uh, He was one of the young broadcasters we need to come up and pull in young listeners and get them interested in these issues. Josh was in his early thirties and he was like a stand-up comedian with very serious message, but he was funny. He was funny. I'd I'd go on his show. He was on the largest FM station in a four state area in Birmingham. And I'd go on his show. I could hardly do anything in terms of presentation because he'd make me laugh so hard. I miss Josh dearly. And, you know, his parents were kind enough to reach out to me time to time, and um, it was a great tragedy to lose him. But one of the things that Josh called his show among many name changes, because the name censors kept coming after him, called himself the Underground Radio. Underground Radio. This is what we're going to have to do. I'm making preparations right now, and I've just started this process. I've talked about it forever, and now it's time for me to act. But we're going to prepare to go underground. We're, we're looking at shortwave, ham radio, and I may be doing shows like that. It comes down to it. I'll take a clue from, my, from our uh, Native American friends from their ancient history and do smoke signals if we have to. But uh, the truth will out. The truth will definitely out. And I am not going to be licensed. I will not register for such tyranny. And um, yeah, they take us off the net. Yeah, then we have to find something else but the truth will out but you need to know they're coming after the independent media and then all you'll have left is CNN and we know they're just wonderful no propaganda never lie they never do stories that the CIA wants same with The Washington Post oh wait a minute and they do that 600 million dollar deal Jeff Bezos and the and the CIA oh gosh I forgot about that I'm not putting up with it are you the way we show our disdain as we all walk away from the mainstream media right now. So they could take us down, but no one will watch what they're telling us. Can you resist the temptation? I can. So let's take a chapter out of Howard Beale's book. Remember the movie Network? I want you to get out of your chair now and go to the window and open the window up and yell, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Okay, I think we need to twist that a little bit. you need to go to the window and say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to watch you anymore. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. Clear channel communication, your radio stations, go to you know where. And we're not watching CNN, Fox, ABC, NBC, BS, or whatever it is. We're not watching it. We need to sing this mantra. They need to know they may license us out of business, but no one's going to watch them either. And they depend on the media. And we can take that crutch away from them. That's it for the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Please share this foreign wine. Give us a thumbs up before you leave.
0: Okay, so we have that. I'm um, just kind of rapid firing, hitting things here. I'm, I'm still adding stuff as we go here. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> but you can just see this incrementalism of stripping our First Amendment rights away, particularly prior to really the coronavirus going really truly global. And not to say it's not went global, but I mean where it's where they can't cover it up anymore. Uh, Virginia State Senate outlaws criticism of public officials. So this is the kind of insanity that we're dealing with here. Another quick one.
5: Virginia Senate has passed a bill to go to their house. And it basically says that uh, you, you cannot, effectively you can't criticize a public leader. They break it down. They call it intimidation-threatening harassment. Okay, so if I say, let's say for the sake of argument, the Virginia State Constitution, and I don't know if this is true or not, but let's say they have a recall provision in their state constitution, and I come on here and I say, that Governor Northam, he's against the Second Amendment. He's anti-American. He's acting more like a communist. He is an American. You need to recall him. Under this this new bill, that could land me in jail. That could land me in jail with a significant fine. And you're going, holy crap, Pat, man, that's incredible. You know, it's, it's, no kidding, it's incredible. Yeah, they've gone after the Second Amendment. Now they're going after the First Amendment. And let me tell you how this could be applied. What if this goes viral, and what if they begin to apply this to other things? Like, let's say that you have concerns about the vaccine for the coronavirus, Can you say anything? Well, of course you're entitled to your opinion. You could say, I don't think this nasal spray does its job. You're not gonna go to jail for that. But you could. You could under a provision like this. Yep. If you criticize a public official for backing this, or you criticize a program
0: sponsored by a public official They're doing this in China right now over the coronavirus. I mean they're threatening death penalties for you know, I've I've given that out before regarding, you know, if you putting out disinformation or or whatever they term to be the right information.
5: They can label your speech whatever they want to label it. This is absolutely incredible. And you people of Virginia, it may be time to have another Second Amendment rally. Why? To rally against the taking away of the First Amendment and the fact you're going to show them that you're not going to put up with it. This is absolutely incredible. This could be applied across the board. What if I want to come out against Hunter Biden like I've done? or Joe Biden for their involvement in Burisma and for their, their treasonous behavior and I, and I document and I show facts and so forth and what Alexandra and I have done. You tell me, you tell me. Can I be charged with intimidation? Well, it looks like I can. Hate speech? Probably. Thank you, Virginia, for becoming the first communist state in America. Oh, you say California? No, in California, you can still criticize Nancy Pelosi. But it's coming to the fact that you may not be able to criticize Northam. Virginia, clean up your mess before it spreads to the rest of the country, please. That's it for the country.
0: Okay, so we have that one. And let's go further here. Um, UK to jail anti-vaxxers. And now this is um, very much falling in line with what they're wanting to do over in the uk right now regarding the coronavirus you know which is you know basically saying it's illegal you know to put out anything that's not you know towing the party line type of thing putting out the official narrative anything that's not against you know that's against vaccines and things of this nature and they don't even have the vaccine yet but you can imagine how bad it would get if the coronavirus continues to progress and then they come out with a vaccine then we're really going to see some draconian garbage, unfortunately, take place.
5: We have um, the United Kingdom, and this goes in line with censorship. The United Kingdom says that they're planning to jail anti-vaxxers. So right now in the UK, if you go on and you honestly believe that vaccinations don't work, or in some cases they can harm people, uh, you can't be prosecuted. But under these new guidelines, if you say anything negative about vaccinations, you can be prosecuted and go to jail. And as a researcher, I can tell you right now, I'm a trained researcher. I train people how to do dissertations for their master's degree. And I can tell you right now, there's not one medication in the world that is 100% safe. Nothing is 100% safe.
0: All medications have side effects. They're all controlled poisons because... If you take the whole bottle of whatever medication that you've got it'll probably kill you or close to it okay that's how you know these are toxic substances you take a whole bottle of like a whole food vitamin you know you might get diarrhea but it's not going to kill you and that's the biggest difference between drugs and and uh like particularly whole food vitamin mineral supplements
5: it's ludicrous to say that you can't criticize something or raise questions When you're living in a flawed environment and by definition that's what we have with all medicine it's flawed and they're going to jail anti-vaxxers for expressing concerns you see again censorship what is it that they don't want people to talk about because it tells you what's coming mandatory vaccinations that's what's coming i mean why else would they do this
0: exactly
5: and we're getting in the way when you criticize vaccinations of Big Pharma, bottom line profits. I heard this guy named St. James on KTR. The guy is an absolute blithering idiot. And he said, Yeah, all the vaccines are equally safe. <laughs> By the way, that's a pretty good invitation, to how she sounds on the air, too. And I'm thinking, Excuse me, you have a contraindication factor for every medication that's ever been manufactured. And you're telling me the vaccinations are 100% safe? I mean, he's spouting this nonsense on his show. And his uh, co-host, she's saying, oh, yeah, you're right, Brucey. Yeah, we get, should never say anything bad about vaccinations. Uh, vaccinations are contraindicated for some people with certain kinds of health conditions. Oh, you're going to go to jail for saying that, for stating a medical fact? How long until this comes here? Right. Folks, get ready. The days of civil disobedience are coming. If I want to say that I think this vaccination over here, one out of the 73, is not indicated for people with this kind of medical condition over here, and here's my data for saying it, and I'm speaking hypothetically, of course, then I'm going to say it. If that's what the facts indicate, that's what I'm going to say. And I think that we need to lead a civil disobedience movement against any government that would act to the contrary. Big Pharma is not the king of the world. Big Pharma doesn't get to tell me what I can and cannot say.
0: That's it for the Common Sense Show. Okay, so we have that one. Then this one, Americans forced to comply, real ID in the Second Amendment. Description.
1: All right, before I get started with this video, I wanna thank Casey over at Enter the Stars Reloaded. He did a video yesterday, actually he did a live stream saying you need national ID to buy ammo in California the last part of his title is Trump sold you out now stay with me Trump supporters because this is just some music that you have to face and here's how we unearth cognitive dissonance do you love the truth or do you not love the truth are you for the Second Amendment or are you not for the Second Amendment are you for freedoms or are you not for freedoms this is how we divide truth from error people who love the truth, from people who, you know, they really couldn't care less about the truth. And I want to start this video by going over this Newsweek article. Yeah, I know it's from January 22nd, 2018, but stay with me because this is all still very much in play. What is Real ID? Trump administration enforces new identification cards to combat terrorism Keep that in mind, combat terrorism. After 13-year delay, Trump gives the green light and sets a deadline for all states to be Real ID compliant by October 1st, 2020. (laughs) After October 1st, 2020, you cannot get on a domestic or an international flight without your federal ID card. And that's what it is, guys. This Real ID is a federal ID. ID card. It's a tracking card. It's your Orwellian nightmare come into real life. California began issuing new identification cards Monday that will eventually be mandatory. Where's the freedom in that? They're making you do this. You have to get this across the United States in order to board airplanes. The newly minted document is part of the Real ID Act, the implementation of a 2005 appropriation from Congress to fight the global war on terror. Guys, we are less safe from terrorists today in 2020 than we were before 2001. You're more likely to get killed by a terrorist now with the Department of Homeland Security, which cost $53.2 billion a year, with the implementation of TSA, which cost an additional $9 billion per year. With all that in place, you're less safe. You're not more safe. See, they're saying it's necessary that we implement this so that we can keep you safe. We're from the government. We're here to help. Guys, you're less safe today. According to TSA's own federal red team test, They fail 95% of the time to stop guns and explosives from making their way onto your departing flights. Those are their numbers. Those aren't my numbers. The law outlined minimum security standards for state-issued driver's license and identification cards following the 9-11 attacks in in 2001. Real ID was initially designed to keep US citizens from holding multiple licenses, social security numbers and to allow government officials to check immigration standing so it's about convenience right federal agencies such as the transportation security administration or tsa will be unable to accept any id that does not meet the federal standards by october 1st 2020 and check this out president donald trump and his administration set the 2020 deadline for federally compliant ID cards after 13 years of delays under the Bush administration people didn't want it See,
0: the thing is is the New World Order just keeps rolling on under Trump you know and this is what the people that are totally pro-Trump are refusing to look at that new order is rolling right along and 5g implementation that he wants 6g that this real ID uh, he's gonna go along with whatever they they um, recommend with the coronavirus he's gonna be on board with the martial law and the and the UN troops on our streets and forced vaccinations. I believe he's gonna be on board with it all. He's indicated that is the case in in the last couple of years in particular. I've documented these things over and over again. And this is just some of the tip of the iceberg stuff that I've been talking about. You know, I, I have I I have two gigantic files on Trump right now. And there's so much I left out of there because I have to constantly go back and look at my older PDFs to find And I've usually got a section in there on Trump almost every every recording or every other recording, how he's selling us out. And I'm not even documenting, I'm not even getting all that into these documents because I just, there's so many, there's only so many hours in the day. So ultimately at the end of the day, he's, he's bringing us into the new world order and, and he's a very good tool for doing that.
1: Obama didn't push it. It says the Obama administration did not push enforcement of the Bush-era law. But then Trump comes along and says, hey, guess what? We're going to set a deadline for real ID. You need to have a federal ID card. Guys, federal ID by October 1st, 2020. I thought we were a nation of laws. But there's this one law that we continue to ignore. That's the 10th Amendment. Check this out. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, that's the federal government, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Real ID is a violation of the 10th Amendment. Let me ask Trump supporters an honest question. How does enforcing a federal ID card equate to making America great again? You gotta answer that question. Now, according to Casey right here, he went through a couple of articles. You can't buy ammo in California unless you have real ID. Listen to what this firearms dealer says. I have
6: a customer come in the shop that wants to purchase ammunition.
0: And let me say, he, he was talking about Trump there. Let me just say this too. I'm just scanning the internet as I'm doing this. And what I've noticed Trump do a lot, and he's done this even since the election, he He's real big on making appearances at the you know, Red, White, white and Blue, Sis Boomba, rah, 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 National Championship, college football, Super Bowl, Army-Navy game. Now he's at the Daytona 500 today where he took several laps around the track in the Beast presidential limo. And, you know, people see this, and this is the bread and circus crowd out there that are looking at this, thinking, oh, everything's great. Trump's here fighting for our rights. He, you know, look at him go and all of this. And then they're ignoring all this other stuff they were covering on a week-to-week basis. And he's doing this all by design on purpose to placate you and make you think that everything's growing great and wonderful and he's here to protect our rights. And look, he's here at all of these, these you know, apple pie type of national institutions like, you know, pro football and college and, and the Daytona 500 and, and all the stuff that he's doing and he's always making his appearances, Army, Navy game and stuff. And he's perfect for that. And he's disarmed and caused a lot of people just to go to sleep because just from this aspect alone, he's done that because they think, oh, everything's great, you know, look at him go and he's doing all this.
6: Okay, I have to, they can only purchase with a California driver's license or ID. So if this person is here visiting from Nebraska, or Minnesota or any one of the free states in America, and they come here, they cannot purchase ammo in a timely fashion. You know what that's called? That's called infringement. If you didn't go through the process of getting a real ID and you come in here with your California driver's license, even being an American-born citizen, even being an American-born California citizen, if your driver's license says federal limits apply, I now am required to get proof from you that you were born in America. So you have to provide me with a passport, you have to provide me with uh, a birth certificate or a social security card along with that driver's license. After I make sure that all that matches, I then would run that driver's license through the DROS system database, okay, which is dealer record of sales run by the California Department of Justice Bureau of Firearms. (laughs) This is all
1: infringement, infringement, (laughs) infringement, guys.
6: After I've run that, It comes back actually relatively quickly if you're a California resident, okay? That process costs you a dollar. It denies you or it approves you. From there, I then have to go back into that system and record the sale. Exactly what you bought. How much of it did you buy? How much did each round cost? What's the muzzle velocity and all these other things? This is simply for record keeping. On the So, guys, this goes into a database.
1: Yep. You want to purchase right. ammo for your firearm, and it goes into a database where they know exactly what you bought, how much you bought, how many, how many rounds there are, what the caliber is. This is all complete infringement. This is slavery right here. This is not land of the free, home of the brave. This is land of the fee and home of the slave, and Trump is exacerbating this. So I ask you again, how does this right here equal making America great again?
6: States part, Okay, this is so that they can further track and probably further yeah. infringe down the road how Probably, definitely. They know how
1: much ammo you bought. Knock on the door, hey, uh, we got a report saying uh, you're stocking up on, on ammo and you fit the profile of a mass shooter. And what you can purchase. They through this, they can actually issue red flag laws and say, you know, we're really concerned about Bobby down the road. There, he bought a couple hundred rounds of ammunition,
6: and uh, we don't think he should have it. All right. Um, then I can sell you the ammunition, and then to make matters even more complicated, within the city of Sacramento, I'm still required to, to record your information get your thumbprint and your signature and then enter that information into a separate database that's overlooked by the Sacramento PD. If you recently got married and haven't been to the DMV yet to change Yeah, yeah
1: listen to this right here.
6: Listen to this. Your uh, or have changed it but haven't got a new license yet, you're going to get denied. If the DMV messed up and think what think about
1: what that means denial no no we don't grant you permission as though they are your parent and you're some little kid saying please I just need ammunition for my gun Mr. government No no we don't think you should have it uh, somebody misspelled your name down there at the DMV Oh did you get married and you haven't reported that Nope we can't have have you had that uh, today no we're gonna deny you it's it's pitiful man this is not freedom it's not
6: freedom and your name is Devon, but the DMV spelled it Devon with no space, you're going to get denied. If, um, If there's a hyphen in your name misplaced, you'll be denied. The DMV currently is putting junior next to the middle name instead of as a suffix if I run that by the way you know who's partially to blame for this the people
1: who installed the Knicks instant background check system guess who that was according to
5: Wayne
1: LaPierre it was the NRA
5: the best kept secret is that the
1: nationalistic
5: check system wouldn't exist at all if it weren't for the NRA <laughs> it's
6: true And NRA is not your friends no then I have to manually move that junior you could be denied okay so there's far more people being denied access to ammunition and thus stifling of the second amendment right than there are criminals. And by the way, again, if a criminal wants ammunition, they can simply have someone who's legally able to buy it, buy it and sell it to them, or they could travel to any other state and go buy it.
1: Yeah, well, don't worry. They're going to end that, too, because this starts in California. It goes to other states pretty soon. Every state is like California. That's how it starts. That's how cancer works in the body, and that's how regulations work in society.
6: ...for yep. themselves, which now makes and creates a black market for it. I Guys, go... I'm
1: telling you, we got to stand up against these stifling regulations that make all of us slaves. I don't understand why these... Firearms dealers don't all band together and say, you know what, this is our business. We are selling guns to people who want guns. We are selling ammunition and other things to other people who want what we have to offer. We don't need government involved in our business. Why aren't we standing up against this? Why are we bending over and laying down and kneeling down and kissing the boots of government?
6: Buy a box of ammunition in another state for a regular price, come over here and charge twice the price. Um, and I would get it if I was into doing things illegal.
1: Now, the last thing I want to show you is this right here.
6: New at 11, starting on July the 1st,
5: Californians will have to undergo, undergo background checks in order to buy ammunition. And if the California Department of Justice gets its way, you'll also have to show a federally recognized real ID card as well.
2: CBS 47's Kirsten Mitchell joins us live from the DMV with the proposed regulation. Kirsten.
3: Well, we're at the DMV right now because, yes, the real ID is part of this draft proposal. It was submitted by the California Department of Justice and would require, require people to have a real ID to purchase a firearm or ammunition. But there are some exceptions. That
1: is a violation of the 10th Amendment. It's a violation of the 2nd Amendment, clearly, and we're constantly being told we're a nation of laws, law and order. Well, how come nobody's paying attention to the first 10 amendments? To the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Nobody
3: exceptions. This five-page emergency draft proposal filed by the state's Department of Justice. Emergency
1: necessity is the plea for every infringement of human freedoms. It's the argument of tyrants. It's the creed of slaves. Yep.
3: Justice Tuesday takes aim at the forms of ID required to buy a firearm or ammunition in California. If adopted, starting July 1st, a California real and again
0: this we're looking at this with the ammo we're looking at all the stuff they're doing to the second amendment we're looking now at these cash bans that they're going to try to i'm start i'm sure test betting in australia and that inch by inch it's a cinch and then all of the freedoms that they're going to try to take away from us regarding this coronavirus i mean I, i've the year 2020 i don't see another year that's going to be able to compare to this one regarding the potential for them trying to strip away all of our rights i mean any of the rights that that would have, give us freedom or privacy or autonomy i just this year is probably going to take the cake
3: id is required to purchase a firearm or ammunition or buyers must provide another acceptable form of id like a passport or birth or
1: documentation registration confiscation
3: certificate
6: not everybody has a passport not everybody has their birth certificate so it's just an additional layer of, of uh, difficulty for people to get what they want
3: the real id is not required but the firing line owner jacob balemjian says this new regulation is just another way to get people to buy the real id
6: it's just one more roadblock that they can put up one
1: and here's another example, guys, of where laws, the laws of politicians would have no teeth if law enforcers didn't enforce these laws. This guy right here, he could freely do whatever he wanted to do if no law enforcer would go raid his shop and, and uh, take him down because he sold a firearm to, you know, Granny Smith who couldn't wait for a, you know, she, she lives in a bad neighborhood. She needs a gun right now. So he sells her a gun and then he gets raided because he didn't go through the appropriate federally recognized procedures. That's, that's, that's a bit, the, the big issue I have with law enforcement, is that they're going to enforce and impose these laws, these mandated regulations, these federal laws on people who just want to be left alone and conduct business with the public.
6: One more way of infringing on people's rights.
3: He's gearing up for another change starting July 1st. Background checks for ammunition purchases.
6: It's staggering the amounts of ammunition that are being purchased.
3: The National Rifle Association is speaking out against the possible regulation.
1: That's ridiculous. They do it in hypocrisy. The National Rifle Association is speaking out. Well, why'd you institute the NICS instant background check system then? Right. The, The NICS system is an infringement. Filling out form 4473 is an infringement. You should be able to take your money to any store that sells a gun and say, hey, I want that gun right there. And he goes, oh, okay, here here you go. That's how it should be. That's what happens in the land of the free, but it's not happening right now because we don't live in the land of the free.
3: Asking for gun owners and those who do not support the regulation to submit public comments.
0: I'm gonna leave this video right here Guys- OK, so we have that video. Now let's go further regarding, you know, this we're talking, touching on Trump here. President Trump lied about immigration during the State of the Union. This is from Alipac, which is the most aggressive alipack.us. They're the most aggressive ones going to get after Trump trying to get him to have integrity regarding the border, which was the main platform he ran upon you know, to get into the presidency. While it is true that fewer illegals are crossing America's southern border in the recent months following the largest wave of illegal crossings in America's history during Trump's first three years in charge of the border. Of course there was tons that came then. Most Americans are unaware that the Trump administration is paying Mexico billions of taxpayer dollars to hold on to illegals till the election. And here's a source of you if you want to know more about that. Okay? Mexico, and here's another report, Mexico to receive billions in aid from U.S. to help solve immigration issues. That's part of it. Americans for Legal uh, for Legal Immigration PAC is pointing out that President Trump made at least two false statements about the American borders and illegal immigration during the State of the Union address on February 4th of this year. President Trump falsely claimed, number one, quote, our borders are secure. What a lie from the pit of hell that is. But then again, the man's a pathological liar. I mean, that's well known well known before he ever got into the presidency absolute total pathological liar i mean the stuff the guy just does in the golf course alone is the stuff of legend and and in just laughable how he cheats on the golf course i mean the guy is a psychopathic or sociopathic narcissistic pride filled devil and he's always been that it's always been that and then he said, and my administration has ended catch and release. If you come legally, you will now be promptly removed. What a lie from the pit of hell this is. We entered into historic compre- cooperation agreements with governments of Mexico, Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala. As a result of our unprecedented efforts, legal crossings are now 75% since May. Yeah, right. Dropping eight straight months in a row, as well as the walls go up. Oh, yeah. Um, wall so far most of the wall that they put up is absolute total replacement wall drug seizures rise and border crossings go down well okay here is william Geen of alipac this was his reaction to those statements president Do- John, donald j trump lied during the state of union speech when he was claimed our borders are secure and his catch and release of illegals policy has been ended illegals still cross our borders each and every day and night, more than 20 million legal, illegal still roam and work freely in America with little or no fear of deportation. And there is no no de, new deportation force as he promised. There is very little wall, and Trump continues Obama's unconstitutional DACA amnesty while seeking mass amnesty deals with Democrats. While well, and again, you could say a lot more about this than I've said in the past. While some illegals are sent back to Mexico now, he has not issued any publicized orders to rescind his catch and release policies as many illegals continue um, to flow into America on his watch. More illegals have entered America under President Trump than than during any prior time in American history. So let that sink in. That was the backbone of his, of his presidential election is we're going to build that wall, you know? Well... Under President, um, more illegals have entered America under President Trump than during any other prime time in his in American history. Why? Because he's a pathological liar. Okay. While Trump promised us Mexico would pay for the border wall, instead he is paying Mexico billions to detain illegals till the election because of the historic wave of illegals coming into America under his watch was proving very embarrassing and detrimental to his re-election chances. That's that wave of them that were coming in unchecked were was something i reported on over and over and over again but it's only because this is an election year that he's trying to like okay here here mexico i'm gonna give you these millions or whatever could you detain them at least until the election and then then we can just let him come in because that serves his handlers in the new world order so anyway for more information about how america's lack of adequate border and immigration law enforcement from the executive branches encouraging and facilitating illegal immigration, please visit www.alipac.us. You can get on their, their email list. And they send out emails periodically, and you can visit their website. This just came into the quail alerts um, on the last day. And this just kind of reiterates what we were already talking about. Reality check on the locust plague weather wars affecting us underway, coupled with global ash injections into the stratosphere, is initiating famine globally now. As, as I said, if people would read their Bibles and read the truth in the world, they would um, realize that, number one, famine is already here. Not the next crop harvest, not next year, but it's now here already. Two, whole countries in Africa have no food now except to cook and eat the remaining locusts who did not leave after eating all the food in the area. Um, three, crops in Mexico are failing due to the volcanoes erupting as well as bad it's causing bad water this affects the usa produce supplies because california has both a lack of fresh water and that's definitely true as well as salmonella outbreaks of and they created the lack of fresh water in california i've watched whole documentaries on that that's all been done by design on purpose as well as salmonella outbreaks on much of the crops right in the fields next point all the way from africa through the middle east to pakistan and india the locusts are chomping their way through every available green plant they pass by on the way to the far east growing In numbers daily from up to three, from, from, up, daily up from 360 billion strong, the locusts, when they blew through Africa, they are now 600 billion strong, chomping through Pakistan and India. After India is China, Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, well, I know exactly where they're going, but that's what he's saying. Uh, These are the rice growing bowls of the world. And rice is like, you know, obviously one of the main staples of the planet. Therefore, I repeat the warning, the famine is very much here already. P.S., corn, soybeans, and wheat crops are way down in the U.S. That means less grain for people and the animals. Chicken, beef, and pork, which means ultra-high prices if you can get items at all. So, like I said, (laughs) you know, um, even if, let's say none of this comes to pass. All of this is just, and I don't see how that's possible. All the stuff we've been warning about for so long if you've got long-term storable foods, if you've got ways to, you know, purify water and, and you're stocked up on, you know, vitamins and minerals and the silver and whatever other necessities you might have, you know, all of that is like an insurance policy. And one thing about it, if you stock up and let's say you spend money now on those types of things, well, guaranteed in the future, they're going to, it's going to cost you a lot more to get those types of commodities. So, from that standpoint it's a wise thing if you can if you're in a position to do that and like even dave Hodges said and i i mean listen normally you never hear me say this but he was even saying listen if if you don't have money to do this go i mean just go to you know like wherever you can go just to get whatever food that you can kind of get i mean anything is better than nothing i mean i don't mean like stocking up on junk food but whatever staples you can get you can get a big bag of 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 rice still in like you know the supermarkets and stuff and you can get like organic chicken stock which is a great way to um flavor it and i'm sure there's certain um uh, types of meats out there that are still affordable and so and granted i'm not an expert in all of those areas i'm just trying to give you some ideas on whatever you can do at this point to try to stock up because it's if at bare minimum if this doesn't happen and i don't see how it's not going to happen because there's so many things afoot here that we've talked about just in this teaching alone you've still got this insurance policy which is the way i kind of look at it and it's still things that can you can be consumed and they won't go to waste um okay i'm gonna play this other video this just came out the hypocrisy of the world health organization uh the who wants the cdc to prepare to quarantine but The borders cannot be touched, of course. Well, of course, because they got to let everything in, just like they're doing with the coronavirus and the illegals still. Uh, But yet they act like they're doing such a great job, and they're just liars, okay? So this is another brief video here.
5: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we take a look at this story. And I want to say this as a precursor again. Many of you have heard me say this before. I have immigration in my family roots. I'm sympathetic to immigrants, There's a lot of people here who've come here as migrants that are wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ. But there's a right way and a wrong way to do immigration. Yes. You just don't let anyone in who might be sick, could carry a pathogen like Ebola or the coronavirus. You don't let in known terrorists like MS-13, whose job is to murder political opponents of the people that hire them to be hitmen, or the drug dealers that will bring in fentanyl that killed 70,000 Americans last year. You need to have reasonable checks at the border, and we need to know who's coming into our country and what their background is. And then we do need to have immigrants just based on our workforce, and stop arguing with me on this point because we have labor shortages in certain industries right now that could be filled by a good immigrant class. No,
0: he's wrong if they're illegal, okay? Two wrongs don't make a right. I mean, so what's the solution there? Okay, so let a certain amount of illegals in, but just don't let – no, no. Oh, a nation without borders is not a nation so you can't just pick and choose dave whatever you want to have in an in a operating society and it's the world run by dave no they either come here legally or they don't come at all. there's plenty of illegal Im- immigrants here to to fulfill jobs or whatever that's what he's talking about i don't think we need more of them pouring over the border
5: and we don't need to have tens of millions coming in here because of the fact it overwhelmed the culture, the infrastructure, the social services aspect. We'll go broke supporting this if we don't Exactly. We're going go to, to go broke degree. supporting this anyway. That's not racist to say that. That's talking about economic survival of the country that's here. But let me tell you where the World Health Organization takes this. They take this to the lunatic fringe. No, it ain't the fringe. They're jumping fully down the lunatic hole of reasoning. They're saying, you know what, we're going to tell your CDC that they better have quarantine procedures in place. And I started off the broadcast talking about that. There are going to be the electronic fences, the electric fences you can't get through. There's going to be the cordoned off barriers. There's going to be the shoot-on-sight if you violate quarantine in a hot zone. That's all part of the process, folks. I'm not making this up. That's in the law under medical emergency procedures. Many executive orders from Bush to Obama have covered this. But it's also in statute, EFS number 8, I've cited that before, HHS and UN policies working together in a medical crisis. I don't want the UN on our soil, but they're going to be here the way the law is written. This is pretty scary stuff. But here's what the World Health Organization is saying. They're insane. This is why I'm saying kick the UN out of the United States. Get them the heck out of here. They're run by, what, three-fourths of the nations are tin horn, tyrannical dictatorships. That we have nothing in common with and they rule against the united states on everything because they're tin horn tyrannical dictatorships that are hopelessly broken they want a piece of our action here's what the world health organization has said oh you can quarantine your people there are some good
0: procedures to follow and they're very stringent but don't you dare close your borders (laughs) but again just like they they've you know not for, for the longest time, they just were letting keep people come in from China from in those areas. And it's like, why, why didn't you stop this practice? But it's the same principle here.
5: So let's say that 20 million Chinese from uh, Wuhan decide they want to immigrate to the United States. According to the World Health Organization of the United Nations, we should let them in. I don't even think a liberal in their right mind could even argue for this principle this is insanity again another case to kick these people off the east river repossess the building uh, make it into low-income housing and run it out that would be the best use for the united nations yet please share this give me a thumbs up on the way out don't forget
0: okay so that's all i have for today lord willing we will see you next week With another audio and I will probably put out at least one more newsletter during the week sometime to try to keep you uh, updated on what's going on. So God bless you and we will see you next week.